Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Person Never Rest. It's been an eventful couple of days away and I trust you guys didn't miss me too much. But whether you miss me or you didn't miss me, I'm Shabak. <laughs> For today's episode, I made a couple of last minute tweaks because to be honest, the plan was to have a girl here for episode 6. But then this my guy just is at Abuja for like 3 days and I don't really have any idea when next I'm going to see him. So in my mind I'm like, that's the hot. Let's just record something one time. Sharp, sharp. But I promise you guys, episode 7, maybe even episode 8, would have like, I would have a girl here. Yes, it'll be with a girl. So um, the guy in question is um, Jeff. His name is Jeff. Jeff, do you want to say hi or should I just continue? Yeah, continue. Yeah, I know so you don't go on talk hi. But <laughs> <laughs> um one thing one thing you guys need to know about my relationship with Jeff. I don't like the fact that I'm using the word relationship, but <laughs> 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 one thing you guys need to know about my rapport with Jeff is the fact that I don't know, Jeff has radical views on a lot of things and we hardly ever agree on basic issues talk less of advanced issues so there's there's a high possibility that we'll end up arguing about something or something sha on this episode but i'm just going to try my best to keep the conversation civil and hope that we don't go at it or like we don't end up arguing about something ridiculous today so let's start with something very simple um intro backstory but like this is going to be about your life jeff so um i know for a fact that you think you didn't grow up in the east i know that because you you speak house fluently and you speak Igbo as well so you grew up in the north you spent like your first 16 years in the north right yeah so um let's let's just start from there then we'll hopefully we can enter other places in terms of the conversation but let's start from the fact that you grew up in the north so what was it like growing up in where, where did you grow up and what was it like okay so i grew up in joss um hello everyone i know i did not introduce myself before because he was, <laughs> was, was giving his grand um introduction okay talk 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 so talk. i i grew up in just plateau states home of peace and tourism Jesus Christ. You know, that eventually turned out to be, you know, <laughs> <Home of> violence, <laughs> chaos, you know? <laughs> you know. So that was my experience. It was a very quiet place, uh, conservative. And I guess I was spoiled because that whole lifestyle of living a very simple, conservative, contented, you know, lifestyle affects you basically, especially when you grow up like that, you know, wherein there are people somewhere living almost like the complete opposite they're they're not really contented with anything they are they want to they always want to go for more you know they they see somebody doing something the thing is working out they probably start doing that stuff they put their head there you know they are they are they are proud (laughs) of what they have you know if you have something they will respect you for what you have probably more than someone who's even older you know so it's like a sharp contrast, living this and then going to that. You okay, get... you're, you're talking about living, moving from the north to yeah, the yeah, east. Yeah, so when I eventually moved to the east. Yeah. Okay, when did you move? When did you move to the east? Fifteen. You were fifteen years old. Yeah, I think I was. 15. I was visiting, you know, time to time, and even then I was seeing some elements of that, but it was just for a short period. 
when so I let, let, let me get what you're saying because you know, see, with you now, yeah, I always, I always try make sure I understand exactly what you're saying. You're saying that you lived in the north. Okay. You moved. You moved to the east around 15, 15 16. Yeah. And you notice like major differences yeah, 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 between yeah, yeah. the people, people the environment. The yeah. Yeah. The people yeah. and the environment. Yeah. And between the east and the north. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, but I need you to be, I don't want, I don't want vague stuff. I want specifics like, okay. what were like the major differences between like the people in the north and the people in the east? The major differences. Yeah. Like not major, like anything that you noticed, but like in one or two words. <laughs> one or two words. So there are many things so yeah. At least price of goods. <laughs> <laughs> Forget, I'm not talking about economy. You know, this is all free down for book. I'm talking about things you notice in the people. Okay, like people in the north are basically contented. Like, they're contented with what they have, basically. Okay. I think they are also conservative. Um, I think they also res- they don't respect people based on what the person has. Like, like um, they don't want, let's say they don't worship money mm. or something. I don't want to be too because this will come out as offensive. But they no, no, no. If you offend, they don't. Offend, <laughs> <laughs> you can offend anybody you want. Nobody could come beat you for here. They don't worship. They don't sing. Like there's no like a culture where they sing praise songs for people who you know they have money and all that. Like, okay, like we sing like for a, yeah, almost like a, yeah, like a full mm. culture there where they have like a full album praising people. You know where they even make the songs about it. You know, oh, okay. I, uh, I used to hear those songs when I was small. Jeff, what song is that? I those those songs I heard when I was very small. I don't is that know. is that a song praising somebody? Yeah, and then they called the person. They called what he was doing. They called the rapper. Called what they were doing. Called talk about the money they were making and all that. Like that was a song. That was. You know, these songs were sang in the east. They are sung by evil people, oh. Easterners. Okay, yeah. about about money, money, you know, and wealth and affluence. Okay, and you're trying to say that that will never happen in the north. There's no culture like that there. Oh, you know, okay, okay, you know, people okay. could do stuff like that, but it's not like a culture. It's not like you know, people like when I, I noticed that in the east, in the family, they they respect those that had money more than those that were older. Yeah, especially in the east, yeah. you get. So those are like very sharp. So you're you're saying that not sure Igbo people like money and they act towards money. Everybody likes money, mm. but I think for Igbos now is is about I don't know um, praising those that have it, mm. showing them more better preferences, treating them better, um, which pushes other people to want to get that money, and then they go into doing many many things that you know. That will help them get that money, whether illegal or illegal. So the push or the drive to have money is more. The, the, the um, disappointment and the, the self-esteem that comes with not or lack of self-esteem that comes with not having money is yes, probably yes. more in the in the east. But in the north, you don't have that. There's no need for that because everybody okay, is basically no... contented with. Oh, okay, I get with, that. Yeah, with what they have. Yeah. So um, money aside, like. I want other stuff like let's say from like your relationship with your classmates, the ones that grew up in the north. I don't want to make it about money. I don't want to make. I don't want it to feel like it's a, it's an origin thing. Maybe where you're from. Understand? So I don't. I want to know if let's say you had, if you had, um, 
if you had classmates or people that grew up in the north but they are Igbo, and if you had normal classmates that grew up in the east and are Igbo, I'm talking about two Igbo people now, besides you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah whether there was that category of people and whether you noticed any significant differences between those people. Yeah, I did notice that doesn't I did money. notice, but they were very they were they are, I think we like in English you know normally because I think I know someone who grew up in Kaduna mm. in, in Kanu. Sorry. I know somebody who grew up in Joss also, two people and then these are people like I have relations with like I've you know, interacted mm-hmm. with them for a long time, at least more than three, four years. Yeah. So I would say I, I think I vibed more with these people. They were vibe slower. In the, in the north. Yeah, it, the north. yeah, it was mm-hmm. easier it was easier to vibe with them. They were slow. I think slower to anger. Slower you know, to anger. Yeah, I think a little bit more amenable. They you know, when I talk to them they their their views. I think they were more open free minded, open minded. More emotionally intelligent. Yeah, you could yeah, you could say that. They were open minded, like they were able to accept, they were flexible with that in their thoughts. You know, apart from being smart, they were flexible in the way they thought. And a very smart person in the East, I guess, would pride himself in that in being knowledgeable about certain things. And mm. so you can't easily you can't easily convince him otherwise, sort of mm. he gets. And then but then those like my, my guys from the north or guys or girls from the north could, you know, interact with you, relate mm. to you, talk about those things and then, you know. I agree to disagree. Okay. okay. So um <laughs> this is just that's why I said it's, it's, it's minor. I guess that I will mm-hmm. not No, it's it's I don't think it's minor. I think the fact that you noticed it means it's there. But it's just that it's not something that people Point feel out. yeah, it's not something that people feel it's important. So you just brush it off. Yeah. Because you even the words you're using things like amenable. Yeah, emotionally intelligent and all those open minded. These are things that are like most Nigerians will regard it as big, like make I say something. Yeah. So I get that, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I understand big words at least. I go. <laughs> <laughs> so what what I'm going to ask you now is, you've kind of pointed out that like your upbringing, as environment, environment, then like probably parenting those things play like a vital role in these things you just mentioned because that's what that's what differentiates your guys that grew up in the north and from your guys that the other guys that grew up in the east is the environment and the parenting and probably the people they met and all those stuff so um i'm going to switch up a bit let's let's move into something let's move into like creating those because from what you said like the society will be slightly better with those people, like the people that are more amenable, emotionally intelligent, and all those stuff. We're about to enter the phase of our life where we actually get to be responsible for raising these people. Or well, you're going to be a father figure in somebody's life. You understand? So let's talk about parenting for, for like a bit. Hmm? Which is good. Like I like the fact that we're going to talk about the whole father figure thing. Maybe this episode seven that I promise somebody, promise you guys that there will be a girl here. Maybe they can talk about parenting but from the motherhood point of it but for now let's focus on the whole fatherhood thing so what would you do what would you do differently let's say from like our parents or from our fathers like talking about like getting your child into the world one and like raising the child to not be a hoodlum well normally based on what i've said before you would expect that okay i would want to raise a child in the north 
right? But then my there are a lot of advantages to raising a child in the East also. Because for me, from my own perspective or from my own experience, mm. I had to catch up on the whole, you know, go get it. You know, yeah, the street. whole yeah, ginger, like street. you know, come out, <laughs> shout for you, shout for her. You know who I be like, you know. You enter a shop, you say, go and call your boss, go and call your guy. I want to speak with him. <laughs> Do you know who you I know, am? You know, you enter Keke, you know, and you tell him to take it somewhere and he's not taking it up. You're shouting at him, you're, you know, you, mm. you, you, you know what you want. Mm. And because you have the money to pay for what you want, you're ready to fight anybody that doesn't want to give you what Maybe you people want. people are very... Like, you know, yeah, yeah we are comfortable. Been that, having that, you know, that kind of. So, if I raise a child who is so cool, like in the north, who who is just uh, a jolly good fellow, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might not survive in some places. You get, and then we are looking globally now because that child too might not even survive in places like in New York or or all these cities where people are actually very confrontational. People are loud and stuff. Lagos, people are loud, you know. So it's about creating the balance. And then for me now, my whole thinking is now global. I have a like global mindset. So I'm looking at a child that could grow up and survive anywhere in the world, right? Okay. So it goes beyond just an east, like goes beyond the north and the east. So what's the plan so for in giving a child, in giving birth to a child now, like yes, I've been doing my whole research, right? So I'm thinking of having a child who uh, is described in some science field as a designer baby what? right a designer baby <laughs> so. yeah, see, thank god i put out disclaimer see i know they agree with your views <laughs> what okay, so designer <laughs> so it's basically the normal in vitro fertilization children goes into in vitro fertilization right but ivf ivf okay so you know what happens in ivf they get the man's ish they get the woman's ish they fertilize you're allowed to say things like that on the podcast everybody knows ish is okay, now, right? okay. at least they get okay. the point from the context okay. they get the man's ish they get the woman's ish and then they join together and they form a new ish together okay. so that ish is put, pushed into the woman's womb okay to give birth to a child right but in this case now when those issues come together okay stop saying ish stop, stop, stop saying ish, stop saying ish. <laughs> because we can't get too science scientific in this so okay, okay let okay. me let me let me let me go down let me mm. when they come together <laughs> so before they put that into the woman's womb that's what they call pre-implantation genetic diagnosis so uh, it's more like genetic editing or gene editing so mm. where they look look out for traits that are more desirable right and then they can remove traits that are less desirable so what are the less desirable traits You're looking at hereditary diseases mm. you know, like down syndrome obesity cancer things that could, things that could be passed down from your parents right yeah and then they are looking for desirable traits like intelligence beauty speed strength heights you know and okay. then maybe more superficial traits like um color of eyes you know color of color of hair length of hair you know and all that so for for this now when you when you put your child in when you put your child in that position when you put yourself in that position where you can decide the kind of child you want you can first of all remove the hereditary sicknesses or yeah remove those things yeah, and those- then 
by that you first of all by that you've expanded his life span you get the the uh, what is out there about he held that mm. child and then you've expanded his life span by let's say average of let's say 30 years he gets mm. so that's first of all by removing then by adding you're giving him an, an advantage to survive in the world he gets okay. he might make him more more attractive more smarter and then stronger so he could have he could survive as an athlete he could survive in the academic world he could survive in the entertainment world you know he could be talented and all he gets so you're not giving birth to a child wherein you probably you have to spend a lot of money forcing to go to school and do such such and such so that he can become good in his in the environment mm. you've done all that at the so your your, your solution Uh, like your idea of making the perfect individual for society is by is by creating the individual in a lab that's what you're saying yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> but we're not really creating in the lab okay. per se you guess okay but, but we are doing individual basic individual fertilization but uh-huh. before then what the what the, the main point or the key point where this comes in is that pre implantation genetic diagnosis that's who the diagnosis that comes in before it is pushed in so you guys are already mm. doing the old lab thing mm. it's happening everywhere in the world the whole IVF is happening mm. everywhere what i'm adding or what we are doing now is pigd pre implantation genetic diagnosis okay. you get definitely stop here i don't i don't know much about ivf and pigd and all those things and obviously i'd love to know a lot more about it and I don't know if I have the time to give you to break it down. I don't even know if you know enough about it to break it down. Uh-huh. But like what what I think I know is these things are not exactly common. It's not easily available to everybody. I'm sure it's expensive and I'm not sure everybody listening to this thing now even if they bought this idea would be able to even afford to be able to create a child just like that. understand yeah. so when when i asked you um what you would do differently i like i like this thing you just said because like it, it just opened my mind up to something that i've never even thought about before but i need to know what you do differently as a parent not like like raising the child raising this child that is already um what's it called that is already like a robot uh, <laughs> i need to know how what you do differently raising the child i'm okay, I'm raising a child now without the pgd okay raising raising the whether, child whether, without whether, the whether pgd whether the, whether or, the person has pgd or not just how you raise your baby how you raise your child okay like the reason why i was talking about pgd even mm-hmm. though it's not commonly attainable now and even though it's not you know um as practical as you know people would, at this point you know yeah. and it's not even legal in many countries um The reason why I was talking about PGD and the reason why why I would want to do it myself mm-hmm. you know if hopefully it becomes more practical you know in the next coming years mm-hmm. is because you've solved a lot of problem at that stage yeah you have to do less raising of the child like you have to put in less work raising the child yeah so let's assume that um the child did not go through PGD I'll put two two case scenario yeah the child did not go through PGD then i would have to raise a child wherein i would see the talents he has on his own yeah. right and then i would go i would work on improving that talent so if he knows how to run mm. from 5 or 6 i would make sure he starts 
you know, um, going for tra- classes or training, sports, sports training and all, mm. to make sure that he improves on it. And then that will come, that will be priority, even above um, advanced education. Mm. Sporting will become priority above advanced education. You get, he will go through, he will go to classes, he will also learn, um, he will move with the trend of the world. And then he's going to be computer savvy. And not just computer savvy, he's going to be a programmer if possible. Um, he, he must he must have a skill that re, that involves technology, basically. That's yeah. if he's computer savvy, or, what, or whether or not he must be pushed into programming. He must have a skill that is computer related. Okay. So how is that? Because any... because the mm-hmm. world is moving towards that area, he has to have a skill that would make him. Um, um, make sure that he's um, employable yeah. okay well, that, i was going to ask how that's any different from what our parents did like pushing all of us to medicine pharmacy civil yeah because our parents didn't do what i did i said you were focusing on his talent first of all he gets okay. and then he's going to have his skills an additional skill he's going to have on top of his certificates so you're looking at three things now mm. he's going to be um his talent comes first mm. then the regular education mm. and then the um, computer because the world is moving towards the metaverse, right? Hey, 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 God, you have a, what am I doing? <laughs> okay, see, so yeah, web the web 3 is coming, okay, so you just talk like Terminator. <laughs> well, <go on>. okay. <laughs> I need to know. Okay, you've 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 clearly mapped out how you plan on making this guy a force to be reckoned with. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like a lot of things that our own parents, where they might have failed, which is why I need you to to tell me where you plan on improving on. I feel like a lot of things that our own parents might have failed at is like creating like a like a proper relationship between parents and son like parents and son need to be close a lot of us are not that close i think it's even now that we're getting closer to our parents as we're getting older that we're starting to understand okay. yeah but yeah. as a child or as a growing child most people weren't really close to their parents there wasn't that relationship it was just duty go to school provide you understand so i need you to i don't know this one i'm sure they can build it build it in the lab this one uh, i am sure like you have to parent it out so how are you going to go about this and what's how are you going to go about it differently from what you experienced i think some aspects of his of his training has to be provided by me in, in the process of providing that training then we're going to build a bond you get so while training him yeah so when it comes to relationships how he relates with people or how he's going to relate with women right or how he's going to um do some certain kind of businesses right it's going to be me and him you get yeah me mean, teaching him yeah, myself yeah it's me. going to be boy That's oh yeah or me and her you get or my wife and her you get. <laughs> okay if now if now her you can send that to your wife <laughs> this guy the me and her or as an order okay. who are so it's going to be me but the, the process of teaching we learn mm. i would also learn from him because he's going to be in a new generation like it's going to be a kid born into a different generation mm. so i would learn from him and he would learn from me 
Mm. Okay, so it's going to be a new flow of knowledge forward and back, back, uh, forth and back and back. Is back it? and forth. Back and forth. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so we are going to learn from each other. But I, mm. I understand what you mean. I need to have a relationship with my kid. Mm. But that relationship will stand from me teaching him certain things that society would not teach him because there are things i had to learn on my own some i had to learn the hard way mm. so i have to make sure i'm the one who push puts puts those um information or tell him about those things he gets which maybe in terms of relationships mm. and in terms of managing anger in terms of managing money mm. in terms of business you know in terms of uh, friendships and stuff he gets there are, uh, there are things i have to show him how to do Mm. Get, uh, the things I have to teach him how to do, or we need to do together, so that he would yeah. learn. Because people, children learn from watching you. You do yourself rather yeah. than from um, receiving instructions. So he has to watch me do some certain things. That means mm. he has to do certain things with me. You okay. get? Uh, no, I I totally agree with. Totally agree with the whole. You need to spend time with your kids. That one, that must. If if I'm going to add to that, I feel like me on my like from my own perspective i've never really thought about parenting from the perspective of creating the child you want i always thought about it from the perspective of bro like i take what i get like for me that's for me that's like where the whole unconditional love thing stems from like I have to be able to accept my child like whatever however he however is. he comes out okay yeah. so what's what i'm going to add to the whole spending time with with your um with your kids parties one like these are things i noticed or i've pointed out is um when you're when you're interacting with your kids you need to be able to make sure that their emotions like they feel valid because there was this thing I was reading about how, like in the grand scheme of things, like a child losing his toy is like the equivalent of a king losing his crown. Like they feel the same pain, kind of. And when you think about it, it makes sense. Like the child would throw himself on the ground, cry, be sad. The same thing happens when a king loses his crown. So when in your interaction with your child, when your child comes and tells you that, because that, that's, that's part of the problems I feel like some of our parents didn't really hammer on is the fact that your child might be going through something and you just dismiss it like come on waiting this boy don't see like you're literally six years old but the fact is these guys children are way more aware than you give them credit for because even me thinking back now like i was like i was just i was watching a few i was scrolling through something on twitter and i saw something about 2002 world cup and I remember that as a 2002 World Cup, I was like, I was even up to six years old. Well, you knew about... Bro, first thing so my father gave me one thing. I was recording all the Score scores. Like so, like, I'm just... It's now that it's hitting me that I was like five then. And I still remember... I remember Nigeria's first match, but it's two scored. It was 1-0. I remember the next match, Sweden, it was 2-1. Agahua scored. England, 0-0. I remember Pauletta's hat-trick. I remember Germany beating some Saudi Arabia, 8-0. I remember Delima, Oliver Kahn. Like, these things are fresh in my head. Yeah. And I could barely read that. Like, I remember where I was when I was watching all this yeah. stuff. So, and 
I know it might sound ridiculous, but I know how aware I was yeah. at that point, and I was a child. So I just there are like, certain adults who do things in front of you, thinking you don't know about, thinking it. you don't know yeah. what the hell is going on, and you're seeing this now. You know what it is. Yeah, you know exactly what it is, and even if it didn't make sense then, it's it's stuck in your head. So like when I feel like more and more parents should should treat children more like adults and less like children because children are rather. Um, I don't know. They are smarter than you give them credit for. Especially the kids who are going to give birth to because kids are getting smarter and smarter. Yeah, really. With, like, yeah. Exposure, like all the internet and stuff. So yeah. better treat, treat that guy like a full grown man, if not. Then there is still the issue of um, attention because you need resources to raise a child. And I'm not talking about money, I'm talking about like mental resources, time. Like yeah. that kind of stuff. So one thing i feel like we should all do collectively you see that thing that our parents are doing they were averaging six kids some even ten now everybody should just agree that i'm uh, just no past three highest four like you need four self plenty <laughs> like you need to actually have like you need to actually make time to to raise like you need to give birth to people like the amounts that you can handle don't be saying you can go born seven thinking Sina investment because that's part of why they did all that so they think Sina based on investment so you carry seven kids put them out there one must blow I don't so I feel like that's what that's what that's what we should do differently so like just make, make them feel valid point out when your kids are wrong point out when they are right then apologize to your kids because all those things they they get stuck. Like, don't just invalidate what they are saying or how they are feeling. Yeah, our uh, parents are always right. Uh, because I grew up thinking, oh, my parents are always right. Um, anything, even when they know you are wrong, they'll just tell you to stop crying. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, then they know you're right. So just tell you to stop crying. So that's just the thing. So that's what me I was expecting though, before you started giving me all these Ellen Haaland robots. Yeah, but then those are, those are common common thinking things we say we're going to do yeah right but we don't eventually do it because we have to work and then we we have to the the, the cost of living rises every day yeah. so the amount of work we need to put in also increases we need to keep meeting up mm. you know with the standard out there even even in advanced countries that's the way it is you you have to keep working you have to keep paying bills you have to keep working and working so people are having less time you get yeah. less and less time. So when you say you give your child attention, you give your child this or do this, it's really, really difficult. It's getting more impractical. So yeah, it, then why don't we now solve it at that level? At the embryo stage, the guy has, or uh, at the child's, at the at the fetal stage, whatever stage, the, the child already has that intelligence, right? So when he grows up, well, he just needs to be guided and then he... he Picks off from yeah, there. Yeah, but do you, uh, do you think it's impractical to give your guys uh, your children attention? I don't think it is. You want, if you want to make money, if you want to survive in certain climes, then you have to work hard. So you could be giving him attention and then lose that and giving him quality life, and, and yeah, yeah, or you could be giving quality life and lose and giving him attention. So that's just me being re- realistic. You get. Yeah. I can see where the world is going. I can I can see the solutions. So if we can accept the the problem, if we can acknowledge the problems, then we're going to, we're going to accept the solutions. Yeah, you get. So you're 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 saying all these things that anybody would say, okay. but we can't really do. You get. And then I've provided but a solution people, that seems too abstract. Done it. People, I think I th- I feel like I get what you're saying. I feel like first thing, so the first problem is that everybody believes that they should be a parent. 
Okay. You understand? Uh-huh. That's why we have so many bad parents. Because some of us were never supposed to handle kids. Many of us. Many of us. You have exactly. many people. So who, yeah. when when because but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want you to stay here and tell you tell people that it's undoable. Because I know people that made time for their kids and still made money. You get it's okay. just is a is then and that's why like most times like most people don't have except like disaster because most people don't have one parent like it's a team effort like you you and your partner will know how you run the finances and run the making time part you get but here's the here's the sad truth even some of us who want to spend time with our kids are probably passing down the wrong information because not every one of us actually smart enough to to raise children or smart enough to to advise another person you get i know the people i grew up with mm. i know the people in my environment in certain places i know the people, my classmates i know there are people who who have really bad attitudes they'll pass down that attitude to their kids and people have anger problems have anger mm. issues have yeah. you know so first of all we all need training right <laughs> so that we don't pass down rubbish to our kids in the, in the form of attention so some will, will actually give that child that attention yeah. and be dozing down rubbish yeah, on just, that kid yeah you're just you get so rubbish, it's a good right, thing to yeah. say let yeah. us spend time to our kids but what are we really doing while we are spending time with our kids yeah. you get so there's a lot of orientation that needs to go on that most people don't even talk about you still falls down to this whole PGD something. So so what if the <laughs> because like what you're saying now makes like makes perfect. It's just like when like the house girl is teaching your child English, like they're spending time teaching English, then you you hear your son speak one rubbish from father. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so a lot of people are spending time with their kids, but like they are teaching their wickedness. Yeah. <laughs> so that's possible. So what if because with with your whole science route now, like you're creating, I'm just creating one 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 solution, you're, you're one creating, type of solution. You're, you're, you're creating one type of solution. Yeah, yeah. But like the thing is, like this it hit me by so much surprise that I don't even know how to count on this <laughs> <your> solution. <laughs> like we were we were normal, bro. Brought in <laughs> IVF, but I don't know if the same way you can be teaching your child in the wrong path. Like what if you select all this stuff and it just doesn't i don't know like there's just this thing about something being artificial like what if you give him too many powers he gets confused no no that's not that's not because because, because there's such a thing because there's there's in the end because you're okay you're on your own you're you're own now you're smart right Uh like you're smart and you can attribute that to your parents not not from what they did at home but from at least the genes from the genes they yeah, give you can so once you give a child that's those things inherent in him you don't if a child who has the brain capacity even if he's playful he will still do well in class mm. you get and then he will make he might he will make probably even better decisions than you you get so in with pgd you're making the child you the child you normally would not have yourself you mm-hmm. and your child can you and your wife cannot produce this kid mm-hmm. but then you're able to have that particular type of kid mm-hmm. you get it's out of your gene pool it's out of your family tree mm-hmm. where you've made him so that child might be the breakout kid in terms of being smart or be making wise decisions or whatever mm-hmm. you get so those are the those are the advantages you could get with a kid kid like that okay. you get 
Yeah, what I'm going to do now, because you get now, I would love to talk about those things. Let us be good to our kid. Let's not do bad things in front of our kid. Let's not. Mm. But that would mean all of us. Everybody has need an education. Even myself, I don't mm. even think I'm capable of raising another kid, of raising a kid right now. Mm. You get, but the people who are not even as as who are not good in making decisions like me, mm. who are already raising children. Yeah. You get. So all of us need to. All of us need an education on raising children. Yeah. Have we, in school, did we go through any course like raising children or raising another human being? Any course like that? No, we no, didn't. No, no, no. Same way Definitely we didn't do. Not. Same way we didn't do business. Mm. We didn't do relationship education. You get so there are many things we are inept, inept as inept about as adults, or there's a lot of inept but, but there, but, going but around. There are lots of other things they didn't teach you that you're good at. I guess. Mm. I, I guess. But okay. there are a lot of ineptitude yeah, going around. You get, but we just, all of us as adults just assume that we know we know stuff yeah. when we don't really know stuff yeah. you get so but let us let us fix those things you get i i know some settings because i'm going to do to do research yeah you get but that was me on my own nobody told me to go and do it on my own i decided to go and do it mm. you get i guess it's because there's still some kind of hereditary whatever passed down to me that made me so so I don't know, maybe wise enough to want to go and wise enough to see that there's a lot of foolishness around me <laughs> that I want to get the the right wisdom. You get <laughs> like independent thinking, sort of. Yeah, you guess. get because the environment you're, you're, you're a product you're a product of your environment, basically. And the fact that we don't even accept that we are a product of our environment is is, is troubling. We call somebody now in in Saudi Arabia. Uh-huh. And tell him about let me let me touch just, just a little bit about religion. Tell him about the fact that he's only Muslim because he was born into a Muslim family. Yeah. And he's there. He'll say no, that's not true. If you tell somebody to in Nigeria or someone in the East, whoever, he's a Christian, you tell him you're only a child of God because you were born into a Christian family and they forced you to go to church and all that. You grew up mm. like that. That is why you believe Christianity is the number one. They would deny, they would say no. That is not why they are Christians. They are only Christians because they are they are children of God. Are what they were they were born and whatever, whatever, whatever. You get so we do not acknowledge the fact that our environment plays a very huge part in the mm. way we are formed. You get so yeah. let us give it to that kid that would come into this world, see everything around him, mm. but be an independent thinker. Okay. You get okay. you get break out of the general foolishness and decide to be wise by picking out those informations that would, that actually the truth sort of. Uh, you get man. it's more like attacking the attacking Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> attacking the essence. Jeff. You don't kill me. You don't bust my head. See, the thing is, first things first. Then. I can no longer like contribute to this conversation <laughs> objectively because first things first. You came up. I don't know if I can tell you again. Well, what what I'm going to say is hmm? this conversation done the past today. <laughs> it done the past today, matter. <laughs> <laughs> so I think because things like this I always get to the root of it. So just for the just to not have an episode that would set people off on the wrong path, I'm actually going to take my time and do comprehensive research on this thing. The next time I talk about you, you might not be here, or I might give you a call. I don't know if your internet is strong enough. But I'm going to actually solo episode this whole jeff thing like let's get to the root of it and see if it actually makes sense or if you're saying absolute rubbish but like <laughs> for now i i can't i can't i can't be judged i can't do anything about it then another thing is that this this episode is getting way too long so 
for the sake of the people that are listening yeah. uh, you know i need to put a just put it at a stop for now but it's been it's been more fun than i thought i knew that you were going to come here and say nonsense <laughs> but, <laughs> but i didn't I, 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 I really like this angle i really like this angle that you brought here because like it's not something normally i'll think about and i'm grateful for that and i'm grateful for the fact that you actually came and did this and maybe it was your trip to Abuja was worth it after all. Maybe people feel see say you be smart guy or say you be mumu. Anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but last last but it's been really fun and um I'm just going to end it here. So guys, this has been episode six. You're free to hit me up anywhere, WhatsApp. I just realized that they even have like my bio and stuff on my description. So so maybe I'll put like I don't want to put my number, so maybe I'll put my Instagram or my Twitter or something. But like those of you that have my number, you could text me and tell me what you think about this particular topic and this particular episode because this one passed me. So um <laughs> <laughs> till then guys, um thank you for listening. It's been I'm really grateful that you listened this far and I hope to see you here on the next episode. So bye from me and bye from Jeff. Jeff, say bye. Yeah, goodbye guys. All right.